step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's another Friday night here on Tech Vibe Radio, bringing you the best of Pittsburgh's tech sector, entrepreneurial scene, and everything in between. Just yeah, saying. great to be here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Audrey. And it's the month of March. Which means? Well, the March Madness, you mean? Nah, well, we call it March Madness, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like... A, I've been trying to celebrate yeah. Women's History, Her Story Month. Her, they're calling it Her Story. Her Story. Her Story. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, month, just by, through social media, trying to call out right. some of the women who... Uh, have been doing some incredible things for Pittsburgh. Absolutely. For innovation. Okay. Um, maybe behind the scenes. I did a shout out to my assistant, Sandra. You did? Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Man. Because I can't do my work alone. No, exactly. That's fantastic. So. Uh, Let's talk about some of these shout outs then. I'm well, curious. some of the shout outs that I've done have been Alana Diamond. We love Alana. And Alana Diamond has taken a little bit of a hiatus in, in Israel right now. Right. But she's still got her finger on the pulse on what's happening here. Absolutely. And Alana, and Alana runs yeah. um, Alpha Lab Gear. And she also, you know, ran a company for a while before that. So she's very active in the innovation community, particularly in hardware and software. I did a um, shout out to Deb Ackland. She's the CEO of um, WQED. Yeah. And it's exciting times because this is Mr. Rogers' 50th That's crazy. anniversary, yeah. right, of his show. So there's a lot of people still wearing cardigans and uh, taking their shoes off and uh, putting their <laughs> slippers on. And uh, reminiscing, actually, there have been some really interesting excerpts about him probably 40 years ago going to Washington talking about the importance of public radio, public um, television. Right, right, right. And uh, I didn't realize how much he had gotten involved in public policy. Me either. Uh, shout out to Leah, who, who's been on our show before and a friend of the Tech Council of 412 Food Rescue. She's like, she's like, I'm calling her like the uh, the sixth stone of Tech Vibe Radio. She yeah. might be. She might be the sixth stone. Because when she's on the phone, she's just too much fun. 412 Food Rescue. Yeah. So she's um, been doing some interesting stuff, including taking it to 724. I know. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she takes Other... over a Quite a few more area codes. Absolutely. You know, that's using the food that's not yet rotten but waste and uh, delivering it to where it needs to be delivered by those people who don't get access to that kind of food. Exactly. So that's really quite interesting. This last issue of TEQ that just came out, we did a nice focus on women in tech. Oh, you did? You did. We did. Antoinette Murphy. Right. Tony from Comcast is Tony Murphy from Comcast. She's She's um. Quite committed to ensuring leadership in women and diversity. Absolutely. She and sang for us, too. She did. She's got quite the set of pipes on. I love that. I know. She really does have the set of pipes. She, I was like, whoa, you can sing. She's I like, know. I was on American Idol. I'm like, oh, my I gosh. Know. <laughs> I know. Isn't that fabulous? Just saying. Um, who else did we give shout-outs in TQ to? Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what. Uh, Vanessa Jameson from Duolingo. 
right? She's of, a Duolingo, there, which right? I think, yeah, it was fun in that story. We were looking, but we were working at all different levels throughout tech. So we also had right. uh, Emily Mercurio from Civic Mapper. Ah. So she's got a startup where they do geo mapping, and she's been growing that with her husband and some other folks into a really cool little company. And Peg Malady from All Lines Technology as well, too. It was right. really fun for us. And for me, it was like one of the things where it's like, we want to focus on everything going on in Pittsburgh's tech sector, but sometimes it's fun to take a step back and just kind of concentrate on one area, and especially looking at some of the great contributions that women have been making to our, our tech sector. Because there's so many out there that have their sleeves rolled up, working hard, and we like being able to recognize that. Because they're not in it for the glory. They're in it because they just want to innovate and build cool companies. Right. And they have the wherewithal and fortitude to do things that, you know, are not for the weak. Building innovation in tech is not for the weak. Building a company. I can't even Taking an idea. Absolutely. Taking an idea and bringing it to fruition is not for the weak. And many of these women, that's not their only job. They're raising a family at the same time, too. Which I think is always amazing to be able to balance all that together. Well, now we're going to get into the conversation of why do they have so much of that responsibility. Exactly. Right. But, you know, it's not just women. I mean, people come in all different shapes and sizes, and people are um, same-gender marriages and relationships. It's it's some of the burden that uh, continues to exist, but anything that we can do to try to make sure that, that at least our world and our ecosystem is cognizant of what people are working on so that they can help, they can buy, they can connect them to customers, they can give them exposure. Exactly. And <clears throat> it, it's always fascinating. I've moderated a couple of panels in the month of March around, with, around you know, International Women's Day, women's issues. And um, it's amazing to hear what women still talk about in terms of what their obstacles are. Are, they, do you, are you seeing the obstacles being the same or are they different now or a combination thereof? I think it's a combination. I think what we're seeing is that there are less and less women that are going into science, technology, engineering, See, that, and math. That just bums me out because the, the, the pull has been to get more women into those fields. And when I'm hearing that there's less, I'm like, what's going on that's making that happen? That just sounds terrible to me. Well, I mean, we can't solve that on, on this show. If we could. But we can certainly raise the level of awareness, ensure that people have conversations around this so that they know that achieving gender parity is really important, particularly in terms of not just the fact that women and men should have equal opportunities, but the fact that women have half the buying power. Exactly. And as you hear from many of the companies that we have on the show, women are buying half of their stuff. Exactly They're consuming half of their stuff. So if you don't have women in leadership... And you don't have women who are building these companies doing doing well, then perhaps we're missing out on many solutions. Missing huge opportunity, you know, just huge amounts of insight. I mean, everything like that. So yeah, I'm I'm, well, I'm glad we're able to have have those conversations here on the show and to do them in our magazine. The fact that you're taking, you know, parts of your day out and then tweeting and using social media as a way to draw recognition. To some of the women in town that are doing yeah, some I great mean, stuff, so that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're lucky. I'm lucky. Step, it's one one little step in helping this right. overall foundation we need to build here. So I think that's great. I'm lucky. I get to have a front row seat to see all the things that's, that are happening around Definitely. southwestern Pennsylvania. Definitely, and I know very often that it's the shiny star that often gets attention, and uh, there are so many incredible people that are doing work that we just don't. Everyone has a story. And everyone has a dimension in terms of what they're providing. And I think that we're lucky, Jonathan, you and I, we get to to use our platform 
to share those stories. That's why I feel like I could have way too much fun and feel way I too honored too. to be able to do the work that we do because I think it's I think it's great stuff. Speaking of great stuff, we got some great guests stopping by today. Oh yeah, we have Steve Bollinger from Renovum. Can't wait to see what they're helping, doing. Talking about helping women. I, exactly, he's helping couples conceive. And I think on to something else that's very stuff. specific for exactly. women. Exactly. He's going to be talking about that. And we also have Curtis Lodsworth from 310 Consulting. He's all about helping people with their IP. He's a uh, former uh, patent attorney, if I'm not mistaken, and still practices, but he has his own little consultancy. So it's always good to hear the latest and greatest. And, Audrey, I know you're very excited about this. We have the dynamic duo of the Founders Institute. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Ray Katikia and Randy Eager. I haven't seen those guys in a while. I'm really excited to learn more about the Founders Institute and what they're doing here in Pittsburgh. I think it's cool stuff. I think so, too. I can't wait. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm reminding everybody, CIO of the Year Awards, April 19th, it thinks sells out every year. Oh, my goodness. We got some, some, some great, great finalists this year. Big night. Like 700 people show up. It's a lot of fun. Honors from the best talent around CIOs and CISOs. So go to pghtech.org to learn more about that. And all the ways we like helping tech companies succeed. 35 years in the business of doing that. Just saying, Audrey, just saying, we hit the symbols there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, learn more about us at pghtech.org. Go to Twitter at pghtech. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Welcome back, everybody. So glad you are hanging out with us this Friday night here on Tech Vibe Radio. We talk to the best and the brightest in Pittsburgh's tech sector. No doubt about it, Audrey. So much fun. Absolutely. So we got... And we've got a fun guy in the house. Absolutely, man. Oh, thank you. Curtis. Hey, Curtis. <laughs> Hello. Curtis Wadsworth of 310 Consulting. What does 310 mean? Yeah. Uh, 310 is actually a structural element of proteins. A proteins. A 310 helix. Yeah. I thought you were going to call it 420. Oh. And I have a different question for you. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. They're like, so what zip code is that? Or area code is that? And Which like, drug felony is that? Yeah. <laughs> no. See, I'm targeting the super dorks Super dorks. I like the super dorks. Whoa, I completely understand that. Because Whoa. That logo, it looks like kind of concentric triangles. Right. right. So that's what my logo is. It's these kind of concentric It's a sharp logo, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan you, need some, you need some lawyerly advice? I do. IP advice. Everybody needs and, IP And advice. that's what you're all about. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> needs IP advice. Nobody need tells you that when you go to law school, but right. afterwards, it's amazing. It becomes, yeah. So you just started this thing up. Tell us about it real quick. Um, so I started in October. Okay. Um, basically, I left Pepper Hamilton. Uh, I'd been an associate there for a while. I worked there overall for 12 years. Okay. Uh, kind of learning the ins and outs of IP. Uh, but I decided I wanted to focus on the startup community and in gotcha. particular in Pittsburgh. So I left the big firm um, to kind of start my own thing to reduce overhead and improve kind of the cost okay. uh, of, you know, getting quality patent advice. Um, so, th- so that's kind of the overarching goal. It's like, it's like just bringing, bringing that, that expertise to the folks that necessarily can't, you know, work with a bigger firm because they don't they're not at that level yet. Right. But they want to have access because the sooner you get in on that, the better it is. Right. right. And I, mean, I think that's the key is yeah. kind of starting out early. And exactly. I think that's one of the things, that's one of the places where some startups kind of miss the boat. Like you get kind of bad patent advice, right? But if you're in a tech area, a lot of times the patent is the value. Right. So you, you can really leverage quality patents 
for funding either from you know angel investors right. or um, VCs. Because if that's not locked down, that can completely ruin your investment. I mean, you, you can literally from the get-go completely strangle yourself right. or even getting out of the blocks. Yeah, and I've been in those yeah. meetings, right, where Believe you, it. we've done due diligence for a VC. Okay. Um, we tell them about their patent portfolio. The uh, CEO who's pitching the, the portfolio has an idea of what's in there. We actually look at it and it's not what's in there, right? Uh, so, and you like, just I got see, some bad news for yeah, you. <laughs> it's not the quite faces in, there. in the room just turn. They're like, uh oh, yeah, <laughs> you can see the blood leave their body. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, so boy. the 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 investors just kind of start looking around, and you just see everybody in the company just kind of. But if they would have talked to you <laughs> earlier on. That could have possibly been avoided, right? Exactly, and well, I think that's part of the. Well, that's one of the things that I'm trying to avoid, right? And I think right. what happens a lot of times is when you talk to a big firm, right, the CEO talks to the partner, and they have this whole plan, right? But then the person who actually ends up doing the work is an associate who ends up talking to an inventor, right? right? right, right, right. So you develop this relationship with an inventor. The inventor has a different idea of what that IP should be than the kind of business side people. So there's this kind of disconnect. Um and I think what really helps companies as they get bigger is once you have an in-house counsel, they can kind of monitor that and keep an eye and act mm -hmm. as kind of the go-between between the business side and right. the legal side. The problem is, as a startup, especially early stage, you never get an you attorney. Can never ever do that. Uh, so that's one of the kind of things that I want to offer at uh, 310. It's not necessarily working as a full-time in-house counsel, but being kind of a concierge lawyer on call started. I got to yeah. what kind of so they could be like on a retainer yeah so what so when companies like our audience who's listening to this now what what stage should they be at what kind of company i mean there are many many companies that have no ip and do amazing it's true so what should people be thinking about even early stages, at the earliest stage of their ideation and the formulation of their companies when it comes to IP. So when it comes to IP, there are two, two main things that you want to keep in mind, in my opinion. One yeah. is your product, right? And that may change as you kind of, as you get bigger. It could be a service too, right? Right. And you could be a service. Right. Um, and your IP needs are going to change as you kind of tailor the product or, you know, even as a service, what kind of services you're offering. Right, so that's something to keep in mind. But you want to make sure that your IP covers at least that. Um, the next level up is really taking what's in the market, right, and and finding out what your competitors are doing, and how to a avoid their. So do uh, a scan. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot, a lot of searching, and that's and one tell of the us things about the I'm searching because really... I was going to say this is very unique to you. You've got this platform that really does an analysis of the landscape that's out there, which I think really sets you apart. So right, and it makes contour maps. Right, <laughs> actual contour maps. Yeah, actual contour maps of the um, patent landscape. So yeah, and this is something I've been trying to do for a very, very long time. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as an associate, I was always trying to show people what the patent landscape looked like and how their portfolios kind of fit into that landscape. Because it's really kind of important to have that kind of picture in your head. At least it is for me. Yeah, totally. When I'm designing a portfolio. Um, and I tried all sorts of different things. Uh, my, my favorite is the risk board where I- The risk board. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I, got a, I got a picture of a risk board and uh, 
basically put pieces on the risk board showing where the patent portfolios are. So your uh, nearest competitor is yellow. So I'd have yellow armies in Russia. If they're, <laughs> oh, you know. wow. And then nice. I'm like, so this is us. We are right now in Australia. So we're in a good place, but we need to start moving into these other territories if we're going to succeed because I these guys are game. coming down from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> and I, it was interesting because it got a lot of laughs in the meeting when I kind of delivered it. But I think it kind of hit home because people right. then ask yeah. questions about that afterwards. So what exactly is in this person's portfolio and how can we leverage our portfolio to get a, an advantage over them? Right. So those are the sorts of questions that I'm trying to answer. Um, so over the summer, I started looking at various uh uh, software packages for patent searching, and there are tons of those things out now. And I ran into a company in the UK, and they're actually um, a, kind of a startup. They've been around since 2007, but they just did their Series D financing, and they have a lot of people who are really interested in kind of building a great product and that sort of thing. Um, so I started talking to them, and they actually have developed – they started from the beginning, right? So they took the – kind of initial search, word searching, and that sort of thing. And then they added on top of that this kind of big data analysis where um, like people that grind through data, this is what they're doing, right? So they're kind of sorting things in different ways and then trying to figure out how to visualize that so you can see lots of data in a very quick and concise way. Absolutely. Um, and, that, and that's basically what they did by sorting things out differently. So you're bringing that piece. functionality to your clients then. Yeah. Very cool. So we've got a couple minutes left. People learn more about 310. Where can they go and check you out? Oh, they can go on my website. Absolutely. It is 310consulting.com, okay. and it's T-H-R-E-E-1-0. One zero. One zero. Yeah, Absolutely. consulting. Very cool. I was trying to be cool, and it turns out that is a real mistake because nobody can get it right. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. So now I just have to buy the 310 yeah, consulting say, domain, too, and link it to my... Just get your you bases some help? covered. Yeah. Uh, well, I always need a little help, right? <laughs> We know a lawyer that would help you out. Exactly. <laughs> we know, I'm, really, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing because that's what our ecosystem needs. We need to have men and women like you who've got... Your, your type of knowledge accessible. So that way, in the very beginning stages, people can make the right move so that they're set up for success a couple years down the line. But and that's when you come into play. He's hilarious. And he's hilarious. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. We like hanging out with you, man. It's a oh. good time. So we need to have you come back on Tech Vibe Radio. To I am updated. happy to come back anytime. Stuff like that. So 310 Great. Consulting, Curtis Wadsworth, thank you so much, man. Thank you. Fantastic thank stuff. You. Hey, we're coming right back after this quick break. I absolutely swear, bringing you the best of Pittsburgh's technology sector. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. We are from the Pittsburgh Technology Council. You can learn more about us by going to pghtech.org. Nerd out there about 35 years of, of us helping technology companies succeed. Nothing's finer than hanging out with Tech Vibe Radio on a Friday night. Audrey, come on, man. Jonathan? Just saying. Just saying. And I love the topic that we're going to dive into. I know. It's been a long time since we've talked I to uh, Steve Bollinger here from Renova. I've been busy. <laughs> we've been busy. And, yeah, you, and you've been helping people get busy. We, 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 we <laughs> yeah. keep people busy. We keep people happy. Uh, what else could you ask for on a Friday, yeah, right? Exactly. I guess. Give, a, give the pitch of what you've been working on. So Renovum has been working on two things. One is... The Stork product, it's uh, launched internationally as well as in the United States. We're in Target, Walgreens, CVS, uh, and growing quite well. We're 
Bridging the gap between natural intercourse and more aggressive treatments like IUI and IVF. So what we've done is we've kind of nudged the stork and we're doing it in the privacy of a couple's home. So if a man can use a condom and a female can use a tampon, they can actually increase their chances of conception. And uh, we've done a lot of local research here uh, out of Forbes Hospital. We, we finished a study there with Dr. Michael Pelicanos. And uh, we were able to show that our device created a 323% increase in sperm count and sperm score uh, compared to natural intercourse, trying to get those swimmers to the right spot at the right time. That sounds very targeted yeah. to me. I know, <laughs> right? We we did that recently, and uh, now we're 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 just finished uh, again locally and as well as in uh, many centers throughout the United States. Uh, a study on stress urinary incontinence for women. So to step back, uh, Renovum, we're, we're yeah. really just focused on uh, empowering women to take that next step in healthcare. I know we're all getting limited healthcare resistance. So what we, our whole philosophical approach to medicine is, can we take medically proven approaches that were once only under position, physician's care or prescription and now take it and empower women to do that in the privacy of their own home? So the stork is our first product to do that. And now, the stork, stork is available. It's the available. stork is available. And it's been Where? out for a while. It's too. available. Walgreens, CVS, Target. Uh, it's it's in Europe. Uh, it's in the UK. It's in the major retailers there. It's in Australia. Uh, so we've been around the globe and uh, we're growing quite consistently. So we doubled sales since last year. Globally helping children be born. We are all yeah. out of all out of the thirteen people here out of Pittsburgh, With right? I know that's crazy. We have we have a small little team, and uh, we continually to innovate and grow. Uh, and I think uh, our team is almost, uh, I think, it's sixty forty females, right? Okay. So the majority of my company is a really strong women based uh, organization. Nothing wrong with that, uh, which actually gives us that creative edge. Definitely. Right, allows us to really listen to our population, not only internally but, of course, externally. Wow, only thirteen people. I know, right? To... We're going to grow, and we continue to grow every year. But uh, right. when we right. go into incontinence, uh, uh, we expect uh, probably double uh, in the next uh, twenty-four months or so, or less. Well, first, talk about. Let's talk about the stork. Yes, the fact that the problem that you were solving. One out of every six couples worldwide, internationally, United States are deemed infertile. Women and couples are now trying to have children later on in life. And that process has caused infertility to grow. So everybody knows someone having a problem. Right. Well, it used to be always thought about as just the female, you know, it's all their fault. Right. Uh, today, we know for a fact it's, you know, 33% a male. 33% female and 33% basically unknown. Mm -hmm. those numbers, yeah, thereof, in, in right? that ballpark yeah. of those numbers, right, of course. So it's interesting it's that, that we have taken a technology to say, listen, um, on the female side, listen, as we age, um, we are less fertile, right? Uh, from the female perspective, a perfect female at age 25 has a 25% chance per month of conception. So four months... You know, oh, of, wow. of trying, you you're hit, likely to you conceive, right? right. Okay. But the challenge is as the female gets older, as she hits the age of 30, she goes down to a 15% chance, 35, 10. And by the time she hits 40, yeah. she has a 5% chance per month of conception. 
Wow. So it's a young person's sport, but we've all shifted exactly. our age of trying to get <laughs> pregnant later on in sport. life. I love right? it. Uh, on the male side, bless our hearts, you know, we think that we're Superman, yeah, we right? We can have fertile at 90. And, and we are, but we're not as fertile, right? Uh, <laughs> the male sperm count over the last, uh, there's a huge report done in uh, 2014 showing that the male sperm count has dropped by 30%. Huh. 30% sperm count drop. So if the male has low sperm and the female is harder to conceive, right. you mix those together. We went from, in the 1960s, one in 20 couples. Today, we're now down to one in six couples That's are having a problem. Hence, the need so for the problem. Oh, it's terrible, right? Wow. So the challenge is when, when, when intercourse is no longer for fun but for propagation and building a family, you flip a switch and you say, okay, I want to have an October baby, a November baby. And all these statistics don't exist in your world, right? You don't think about it. All you hear about is, listen, if I, if I snuggle too much, I might get pregnant like mom and dad used to tell us, right? Mm -hmm. So now we step back and say, okay, what do we do to help these couples? Well, under physician's care, they really don't do much for the first year of monitoring. They'll monitor right. you and say, hang in there, kiddo, right. keep practicing, right? right? Uh, and then they'll slowly integrate uh, techniques and medicine to support it. So what we did was say, listen, when, when, when you want to build that family and you're ready, you know, we need to know when you're ovulating, so get a good ovulation predictor kit and then bring the stork in because the stork can reduce those odds, right. get a higher concentration of sperm so next to the Concentrate the guys and put them right on target. Put them on target. Concentrates the sperm. Right. It puts the highest, you know, without it leaking out and going anywhere. So it's really kind of simple, right? It's called cervical cap insemination, but we've made it so couples can now do it uh, at home and in the privacy. Rather than going to a doctor's office. Better go to a hospital for that. So men are complicated, right? You know, and and we females begin interacting with physicians at age 13. They have a relationship. By the time they're 22, 23, 30, they tell their physician, hey, here's what's wrong with me. Here's what drugs work. Here's what drugs don't work. They have a real strong communication. On a male's Good perspective, point. listen, we don't really have a lot of proactive things until we hit about 35 and we have our first prostate exam. So from our perspective, we really don't have that uh, oh, relationship with a physician. So when a male says, when a female says, hey, my OBGYN says you need to get your sperm tested or sampled, um, they freak out, right? They're, they're thinking of physicals, coughing, right. cold, broken bones, things yeah. of that sort, right. stereotypically. So the store kind of can keep that process in the privacy of the couple's home, and they could try. We have huge success rates. We've had wonderful, you know, it's so great to wake up every morning, come into the office, and the first thing we hear from customer service is another happy family. Do you have like, uh, a, you have like pictures on your walls of all these kids that have been born? You know, we can't do that anymore. Oh, we started that awesome, out process yeah. out, but we don't have the wall <laughs> space for that. But we do enjoy oh. the the robustness of when when people are trying to conceive, we're actually able to help them bridge this right. gap. And, and a lot of them, they disappear, right? They buy the product. They right. get pregnant, and then they disappear. They don't want to jinx anything. Right. And we yeah. hear almost a year later okay. of the success stories, right? Uh, so and we love the ones that come back and say, hey, doctors said we don't have much luck. We're not going to have a chance to conceive. They wouldn't do IVF on me because of this, that, and the right. other thing. And they try to store it one or two times, maybe three times, right. and we get that success story back. And then they come back and say, we want to buy more because we want to have our second child. Jeez. So. 
So we are really excited about what we've had an impact in families. And saving uh, money and stress. You know, yeah. it's, it's, and it's, it's not the most conducive thing to go into a doctor's office. No. That's... IUI and IVF, uh, assisted reproduction for IVF now is on about $10,000. I was going to say, it's really, really pricey. I mean, It is. And, and, and there are, there's a need for that. There are certain indications that the store can't help. If right. I right. block right. fallopian tubes or right. the male has no sperm count. There's things that we right. can't control. We nudge the stork. We try to take the natural aspects of just make it better, making it better. Target. We're talking to Steve Bollinger from Renovum. What's your website so people can learn more about you? It's guys? Uh, it's uh, storkotc.com right. or Renovum uh, Renovum.com. It's so cool that you've been developing this here in Pittsburgh with with 13 people on your team and helping couples around the world achieve their family dreams. Absolutely. That's and so now awesome. you have something else. "Quote unquote" in the hopper. Yeah, yeah we have uh, we have been blessed uh, in in looking at challenges in women's health, and one of the things is it's interesting after you have this healthy, wonderful baby, about ten years later, you know, a female will notice every time she coughs, sneezes, or or dances, she has a little bit of leakage, right? And it's it's not wonderful, right? Uh, about 18 million women in the United States have a problem like with what incontinence. age range? Anywhere between 25 and 70. Wow. Geez. It really depends. And so this is a pretty massive market for you guys a to be attacking. very big market. Something people don't talk about. No, they. it's not something you want to talk about. Yeah. Even pregnancy in, yeah. is, it is, is, is a isn't quiet, it funny? Some yeah. things I'm you just still, want to keep to yourself. I'm in another area yeah. of, of privacy, but right. everyone knows about it. I mean, you can go to a coffee or tea in an event and someone sneezes, they cross their legs, you go, I know what's wrong. I may know what's wrong with them, right? <laughs> I um, may so know what's wrong. Everything out there on the marketplace today is pad collection. Right? Hey, right. put a pad in just right. like menstrual flow. I right. will put a pad in for urine flow, right? right? The challenge is that that's just not comfortable throughout the day. So what we said is, what if we could put some form of uh, technology inside and move that forward? And we are we just finished our clinical study. Uh, we'll be submitting that to the Food and Drug Administration so not too long. And, Absolutely. Uh, from there, we'll be uh, in the market again. That's what a great story. And you're doing this here in Pittsburgh with a small but yet growing team. So if people want to learn more, you said Renovum.com? Yes, Renovum.com. Just that simple. That's simple. I just love it, Steve. I know. We're so glad there are men and women like you here in Pittsburgh building these kinds of companies. I'm glad for my team and I'm glad for Pittsburgh support. A lot of this is supported by Pittsburgh. We are so embraced by our community. Very much so. Great. Great, great stuff. Hey, we're taking a quick break, but we are coming back. With more Tech Vibe Radio, I swear, just reminding everybody, the CIO of the Year Awards is right around the corner on April the 19th. Go to pghtech.org to learn more about that. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Also, follow us on Twitter at PGH Sometimes it's just way too much fun to do Tech Vibe Radio when you're hanging out with, like, friends and family. And that's what we got coming up right now. Like, no strangers to Tech Vibe Radio, Audrey. Are these your friends and your family? A little bit of both. You know, we, we kind of mix it all together and we just say, hey, we, if, if, we, if we wanted to, we could all drink beers together. <laughs> but instead, that's... instead, we just do the show. You know, if we could do the show plus drink some beers, then we'd be having some fun. But Greg Katiki there brought his Dunkin' Donuts uh, yeah. tea with him there. So, I know. You know that's, just I'm as well. It. That's my favorite. Absolutely, Greg. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> tea from Dunkin'? Forbes Avenue. They know me. I walk in. I walk in and they just, uh, it's ready. It's ready. Well, like, here's your tea, Mr. Katika. I don't have to pre order anything. <laughs> None of this. Here it is. It's like ready to go. <laughs> they know I can. Okay, I'll, it's I'll a barista. If I uh, 
I'll Twitter complain if they, if they don't have a <laughs> Twitter right. complain. Yeah, tweet out how much you hate <laughs> it. Tweet yeah, out yeah, bad yeah. service again. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, so Greg, you've been on Tech Vibe on many different to promote many different things over the years. Now you got yes. something new. You're hanging out with Randy Eager over here as part He's of the, the Founders Institute. So, Randy, thanks for stopping out and hanging yeah, out. Happy with us to and Greg it's and everybody. Great to see like you guys that. again. Likewise, man. So, the Founders Institute. This is just spinning up in Pittsburgh. What, it is. What tell our listeners? What is the Founders Institute? So, Founder Institute. Uh, the Pittsburgh chapter yeah. of the Founder Institute is one of 170 chapters around the world, over 60 countries now, and it is a a pre-idea accelerator. Okay. So what is that? So we we work on helping people to become great founders. Um, we also launch companies along the way, but it really is all focused on helping 30 or 40 individuals become good founders. It, it is a uh, wow, two and a half that's month. A, that's half something month we all need. Definitely. It is. It really is. And it, it, it I think it addresses a, a clear white space in just any community. And Randy and I were very careful about uh, thinking about uh, bringing this to Pittsburgh and spend a lot of time in, in the due diligence of right. looking at it. Definitely. To make sure that there was a fit and a need here. And uh, we've been really, really excited about the fit in the community mm-hmm. and the and the uptake so far has been really terrific. Well, can can we just dig a little bit deeper on that when, in terms of founder sort of learning and founder behavior? Sure. It, it turns out that uh, most of the people that are applying, uh, we do have a, an open application uh, time right now, and the people that have been applying are all in the, I would say, 30-something, 40-something really? age. Yep. Uh, it, it isn't... It isn't uh, students. It isn't college students, huh. no. But they have an idea for a company, or, or the company has already kind of been started, and they want to make sure that they, they get it off on the right foot. They're they're right in that uh, sort of ticklish area where they've been thinking about doing ah. something. Ah. That is ticklish. But okay. they don't know <laughs> start how laughing. to start. But they don't know where to start. <laughs> I like to say that they're the you know they're like the thirty, as Randy said, thirty to fifty-five, sixty-year-old who has a side hustle, or you know, right. okay. they started and. And, hey, is this a real thing? Should I spend more right. time on it? Should I invest in this? Is this a real gig? Could I blow right. a business out of this? You know? Gotcha. Or I've always had this idea. I always wanted to ah, pursue it. okay. And oh. I wasn't really sure where to take it right. to see if I can do it, if it's a good idea, et cetera. So you kind of match those needs. And really, if you think about it, no one really addresses that, that space. No. Exactly. Right. No, so I the know, Founders Institute rolls into Pittsburgh. Founders Institute rolls into Pittsburgh, and that's well, where we address. I, you know what I also like, and Randy and I have spoken about this sort of offline as he started to cultivate, um, you know, traction for this and the thinking, is that it's sort of almost like learning some good behaviors early on, some habits. Right. It's right, teaching right, right. people how it's to teaching, be founders. Right. Re- founders the correct way to to. Start something. Right. Instead of like, oh, my gosh, I've been in this for like two years and here's all the things that I did. Exactly. And that's how it worked. You know what I'm saying? And just pull through the mud. Definitely. And uh, we've not had those kinds of conversations or educational. uh, I don't I don't want to say classes, but opportunities for people to engagement opportunities about what that looks like. What I find really interesting is and really helpful and gives a ton of credibility is you guys know what it is to found companies. You've been in those positions, you know. The realities of it. It sounds all great. I'm gonna found. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna found a company. And, oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna. Be, and you can be like, yeah, it's great. But like, you gotta be doing some basic blocking and tackling up front, and kind of giving them the cold give, hard truth. Give us. Give us some like. Yeah. Give us some advice right now. 
So how many times uh, <laughs> do you, uh, maybe one good example is Greg and I get this question all the time. Isn't starting companies really risky? Why do you do it? Isn't it scary? Why do you, you know, mm -hmm. how do you manage exactly. it? Exactly, right. And so if, if you haven't been through the process, clearly it, it's a scary uh, uh, proposition, but if you do it right, especially customer discovery, the real early stuff, if you do it right and you find and you build the company around what you're learning in the right. market, mm -hmm. it's not nearly as scary as uh, it's like as I have a solution. Think. Why doesn't the whole world love this? Something no. is wrong with the whole world, no, but I have the best idea. Just <laughs> going to jump on that idea. Uh, the other one you get all the time is I have this idea for X, or I have this idea. What do you think of it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I love I don't that. know. What do you want me to say? Can you sign an NDA, though, before? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what it is. So how about we start with, like, what problem are you solving? I know, right. And tell me why it's a problem. <laughs> let, let, if we'll start there, maybe we can find out whether or not it's a good idea. So in many ways, you could be, you're almost like, like therapist that. to a certain degree here. Uh, yeah, it's helpful. There's the founder's couch. <laughs> the founder's couch. Where people can lay back and start. Randy's house. Okay. Well, now we know that. So what's the... <laughs> so people who are listening, what can they look forward to? So yeah. like, how does this, is this getting launched? What's happening in the next few months? What kinds of things can, you know, who can be interested? You know, all the good stuff that will help gain well, some traction. Can we approach you? Thank yeah. you, the two of you, for being uh, partners in this. Yeah. No, it's really, really great work. It. really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. It's great First, work. Uh, the, the things that are coming up, we have uh, two more events. And then we jump into the, the class itself. So the first event is on the 27th, March 27th, and it's called uh, Meet the Ecosystem Leaders. Excellent. Oh. Just next week. So Fantastic. That's great. You're about to be asked to come That's to the great. event. That's great. So March yes. 27th. We've not talked about it yet. March 27th. <laughs> bring, your, and bring your robe and your slippers. <laughs> so the your best couch And tea from Dunkin' Donuts. 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 Exactly. The, the format of the... Uh, so we've, we've done six... Uh, open to the public events, trying to help recruit, right. get the word yeah. out. Right. Yeah. Okay. And the format is basically show up uh, 6.30 to 8 or so. And In the a, morning? A, no, no, at night. No. This <laughs> is the Founder Institute. Yes. <laughs> Nothing starts at 6.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, like all of the, and we didn't mention this, but the Founder Institute is designed for people with day jobs. So right, because you're ah, assuming that I'm, I got a side on, gig going yeah, on. Right. Content is online, like yeah. And Founder Institute has created this content. And what's the website? Online. You said it's online. What is the website? It's fi.co. Okay. And we meet now um, with these events, and once the semester gets started, we meet every Tuesday from six to nine p.m. Ah. And we talk. We have up. Uh, we have over thirty mentors now. Right. Oh, that's awesome. Terrific to everybody. That's great. But we very have 30 cool. mentors, and we have a panel discussion every Tuesday on a very specific topic that, of course, coordinates with the online. Right. That's great. Oh, very cool. So yeah. that's how it's organized. But the 27th is Meet the Ecosystem Leaders, and then we have uh, another event uh, to really kick off the semester on April 3rd where it's the mentors and the, the students. And what's your capacity? How many how many folks can you handle? Uh, Thirty to forty. Thirty to forty right. altogether. Yep. We fill these slots. If you're out there listening, you got an idea for a company, and this, this could be any kind of a company. Or is it specific just to tech? Is it just anything out there no, that's like high, high growth? Just, high growth. Just okay. not services or bars or restaurants. Right. Gotcha. 
But it, it, I'll tell you, the first several events that we held that we started in uh, mid-January, it's been amazing. We've had 50 to 60 people show up at every event. So you're seeing people, people, there's a need out there and people are just grabbing Well, and the other it. thing is, uh, as you, you mentioned, uh, Jonathan, is, you know, Randy and I have been around town for a long time. Don't hold that against us. What was great about holding these events is not only was there great attendance and people were excited about various subjects, but most of the people we didn't know. That's even and, better and yet. So now we're bringing people into the ecosystem. I love that. People. that I know, I love this that. is their first time that they, you know, they they didn't they know where to know, go right? and they, you know how do I start this and you know and and we're we're bringing them into this. So uh, very exciting to start bringing people who want to try entrepreneurship out and learn what a founder so is. Definitely. Talk real quickly about the benefit of being part of this hundred and sixty plus ecosystem that's outside of Pittsburgh. That's the piece that really hmm. gets my heart. Yeah, it it isn't obvious at when you first think of it, but all of our all of the chapters are all connected, and we each have over thirty mentors that are all CEOs or or had been CEOs or mm-hmm. vertical industry experts, attorneys, uh, accountants. But so think of thirty times one hundred and seventy. Wow! And now it's growing. And yep. now right. you have, and plus all of the CEO, all of the the founders that have graduated over the last nine years, you have an incredible right. ecosystem community. just in itself, a community. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't obvious to me when at, at first, but I have uh, phone calls every, uh, every Monday, 10 a.m., with the world, literally with the world. And it is a fantastic uh, experience to hear, of course, all, all, the, all the great accents, but to hear about somebody who is pitching their few new companies and the and the industries that they're in and to find people that are experts right. in that industry anywhere in the world. And that that's what I loved about it. So that's what really got so me. It, it, it is a, an incredible community. And it's a yeah. tested methodology. And it, and, and it goes on after graduation. It isn't just for during sure. graduation. Right. So we've got a couple minutes left. Yeah. So what's the next steps then? I mean, obviously, this is the first time it's rolling up in Pittsburgh. So this is going to happen. How will you continue to grow this and, and make more of this happen? Yeah, we the plan is to do two cohorts a year. Excellent. Spring nice. and a fall. You're gonna be, to you're gonna be busy. Each. I just love hearing the fact that you're seeing new people showing up to this thing. Oh yeah, and uh, you know the, the Founder Institute started in 2009, uh, and so while it's new to Pittsburgh, it's not a new methodology. Exactly. It's, it's, it's uh, proven. It's, it's working proven, in other regions. Tested and works. Uh, as Randy said, all around the world. Excellent. And so getting access and, and providing this value here locally, very exciting. So fi.co. fi.co. Check it out. It's great. I, I couldn't I'm think really of, proud I, of you guys. Exactly. I couldn't think of two better people to run this no. thing. You guys, yeah. seriously. You guys other than gonna, Jonathan you know, and I. Other than Audrey <laughs> and I. But, you know, we're busy doing the <laughs> show on Friday. We were going to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just we really saying. thought you guys would be perfect for this. <laughs> Thank you so much. So for show up on the 27th. Perfect supporters. Absolutely. No, we love it, man. So glad you're yeah. doing what you're doing. Thank you for stopping by the show today. Once yeah, again, thank F- you for I having us. Great great to be here. Yeah. Good, good stuff. Thanks, hey, guys. another Tech Vibe Radio under the belt. I love ending on such a big positive note like this. I just love knowing there's such demand for people wanting to start companies I know. In you're going to have to go there and just bring your mobile field unit. I know. And just, and just grab some interviews and see who's yeah. out there. That would be so much right? fun. I love it. Great idea. Great. Anyhow, we're all out of time. Learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. 35 years helping tech companies succeed. That's what we do. Can't, we can't stop it. It's like a train. It's left the station. It's gone. It's going to keep doing what it's doing. This is Jonathan Kirsten. And this is Audrey Russo. Have an awesome weekend. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.